Vegas. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your true heel phenom, SP3, back once again after a long hiatus, long hiatus, <laughs> with another edition of Toxic Talk. To my right, we got the true face of the Jobbeteers podcast himself, Sir Wilkins, and to my left, the living legend himself, one word, Larry Morgan. What's up, fellas? I like this shirt, bro. No, thank I you. Really thank do, you. Man. Thank you. I Pick mean, that up. What are we doing, man? I see Pro a little bit of tricep tees. action yeah, over yeah, there, yeah. bro. I see a little bit of tricep <laughs> action over there, man. He's been lifting, oh, playing man, and banging. How, how you guys doing, bro? I mean, I'm, I'm feeling good. I just had the goat of all steaks. I had uh, steak and eggs before I came here, bro. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so From I'm where? really good. Uh, I made it. Oh, 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 he's fancy. I'm coming oh. straight from home, bro. <laughs> a steak and six eggs, bro. I'm like, oh, yes, best steak I ever made. I tried to make lasagna the other day. I actually was actually pretty um proud. I, I um I made lasagna. It came out horrible. Tasted like fucking wood. But fuck it, I tried. It's all about the attempts. <laughs> yep. Wilkins, how you doing, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. You know. Come, come, I just came back from North Carolina. It was good. How was that, man? That was a good times. Good times, you know, yeah, man. The, good, the, good, good. I seen the uh, Black Excellence picture, bro. You guys did your thing down there, man. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of love down there. It was a lot, a lot of, love. of love, bro. I heard we got some fans down there too. Some Toxic Talk fans down there too, bro. Yeah, a lot of people. Heard down we got there. a lot of them down there, mm-hmm. bro. <laughs> <laughs> right, we gotta take a visit down there, bro. We gotta probably take a visit and do a um a, a show out there. You I know? would like that. That Hell would be yeah, cool. Bro. Hell a, li- yeah, a live bro. edition. Sometimes I'm walking down the street and, and like, well, you know, at wrestling events. <laughs> but I, I, walking down the street at wrestling I, oh, events. We ain't, that, we ain't that big. We ain't that big time, bro, yet. <laughs> but uh, I'll be, like, walking down the street to it and somebody be like, Toxic Talk! And I'm like, oh, what's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Make you feel good, right? Yeah, it kind of does, nice, man. Nice, nice, nice. Wilkins, how was your birthday, bro? Birthday yes. was um pretty good. You know, I'm older. Do you feel Why? older? Nah, I don't have kids, bro. <laughs> oh man, I feel like you're taking a shot at shit, bro. <laughs> no, word, no, word. no, 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 no. Because uh, my homegirl asked me that. She was like, "Yo, you're older now. Do you feel old?" I was like, "Yo, I have no responsibilities. <laughs> I don't have real responsibilities. I mean, I we have, have responsibilities. You know, I just have to pay rent. Yeah, and yeah, my phone bill. bills. Yeah, like rent, utilities, bills on top of bills. Like, <laughs> I want kids. I, I, yeah, I think yeah. we've all established this on the mm-hmm. podcast. I truly want kids, but I know what comes with that shit. Yeah." A lot of responsibility, it's, a, lot of, it's, a lot of headaches. It's a lot of headaches, beautiful headaches. Like if it, like everything turns out correctly, like you know, you're like helping a child become a person, yeah, a, human yeah. being. a, a living, breathing human being. Also, I don't have a girlfriend, yeah. so you're not just have kids with anybody, exactly. Anybody. Yeah, and then also, it's a long way. And also, the fact that I don't have a girlfriend, I don't have another type of stress either. Yeah, well, that's also true. <laughs> if we're gonna get toxic if we already, get real technical and toxic. I mean, you, yeah, yeah listen, I, I don't have a girlfriend. I don't have like a. Well, let me rewind this. I don't have a serious girlfriend as of yet. Why? Well, because yeah. niggas be listening to this shit, uh-huh. and I get cursed out. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, well, we're in the same boat, so. <laughs> so, let me rewind what I just said. Yeah. I don't have a serious girlfriend. Uh-huh. I'm talking to you, sweetheart. <laughs> it ain't serious yet. Maybe one day. But as of right now, it's not serious. But I don't have a serious girlfriend. I don't have kids. I don't have any like serious. I can walk, yeah. so the stress level ain't, ain't, ain't crazy. So that ages you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't the president. You know that shit. That ages you too. Oh my god! So have you seen every president like after four or eight years? Yeah, side crazy. by side, they look so much older. Even Especially Ob- Barack. Yeah, Barack even Obama, Obama and, and yeah. fucking yo. They say black don't crack, but Obama looks like god. He's cracking. Took a hammer to his face on that yeah. one. Yeah, and Clinton. Yo, I looked at a picture of Clinton in like ninety one, and him in two thousand after he left office in two thousand one. It looks like father and son, bro. <laughs> it really does. It's that bad. It's that, yeah. Well, he had a lot of stress to go, oh, yes. to go on yes. with, his, with his presidential run. It, he had stress relievers, but, well, but you know, <laughs> that caused me even more stress. <laughs> but you know what was crazy about this dude, though? He was livid, bro. Like, was, he was, he was like, life, out, like, how you getting top? 
Yeah. In the Oval Office, son. I mean, if you are gonna top somebody, you might as well be the president, right? <laughs> that's like that's like an honor. Like, like she 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 must have been like blessed. Like like uh, got, blessed the sign all, right? the, got the sign of the cross. Got the sign of the on the fucking dress. <laughs> and, and she's married now too, right? Oh, she is. I, I know her husband. Oh, really? Don't give a fuck. Because <laughs> wow. the head because the head game is crazy. He's like yo, like what was that Family Guy episode where um where Peter was a Kiss fan and then he found out Lois was was banging Kiss and Peter was like. Yeah. Fuck it. My wife being kissed. That means I being kissed too. Fuck it. That makes me better. Elevated. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's gonna sound mad horrible right now. I fucked this chick that fucked Drake, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I fucked Drake too. I was like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> no, you got the even, same taste in pussy. It's not even that. It's like you, you, you it, motherfuckers feel elevated. Like, yeah, I felt. I felt elevated. I was like, word? She's like, yeah. Me and him talk all the time. And, you know, she she showed me the text messages. Yeah. And she showed me pictures. I was like, oh, you really are. You really be fucked with this nigga. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I felt good. Not going to lie. He heard heard the Jefferson theme song in his head. (laughs) Oh, man. So what are we going to get into today, fellas? Well, uh, we got mailbag questions to get into, but well, well do you got any news you want to share? Anybody got any news they want to share? Oh, I'll, I'll I'll share some news. Uh, I just got I just got word that my I'm not only just having a kid, I'm having twins. Yes, 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 yes. And not only am I having twins, I'm having a boy and a girl. Nice, so, man. Yes, yes, oh my yes, god, yes. I can't. Niggas very is done. excited. Niggas very is done. <laughs> Oh no, he's not done. This is a good thing, man. This is a really good thing. No, man. no, no. It, hey, he's done. I, I call it yeah, one shot, one kill. Oh, oh, you mean done having kids? Well, you good, man. I mean, I, I, I can, I can be done. I mean, my, my, T, my, 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 my lovely girlfriend Tia, she wants to be done. She said one boy, one girl. She was good, so I'm, I'm hey, good with it, that. Man. If, if anything, you know, and you got a good baby mom's too. Absolutely, you really Absolutely. do. So you so, looked out, man. So strong. She's a warrior. <laughs> she's, yeah. she's, she's dealing with a lot, but she's going through it, and you know, it's only going to make her stronger. So I love her. And very happy that it's a boy and a girl. She's gonna hate you during delivery day, though. Well, of course, of course. <laughs> she's gonna, she, she gonna curse me. She's gonna book. curse me out. But I'm happy for her because she really wanted a girl, you yeah, know. Yeah, and we yeah. both got, you yeah, know, absolutely. I wanted a boy, she, she wanted, wanted a girl, girl. so we, we both, both got, got what you wanted. Yeah, exactly. We both got each other. And exactly. That's the good thing, man. I'm happy for you. I'm really Thank I'm you. happy Thank for you guys, man. Thank really, you. really, just you know, meeting Tia and meeting you guys. Well, knowing you and then meeting Tia and seeing how much she loves you and how much you love her. Yeah, she really loves us. She really. Thank does you. man it, 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 it's, <laughs> and the thing is she chose you out of the yeah. thousands <laughs> the millions <laughs> millions of T's fans Singularity <laughs> yes. gave you a compliment and yeah. insult at the same yeah. time <laughs> of all the niggas gave about just gave a compliment of how many episodes of DMs we've went through joke <laughs> He's just like, nigga, you? No, she told you? That. You know what? You got it. <laughs> you got it. You got this one. It's not even that. So it's just like, yo, it has to be something, bro. Yeah. It is something, bro, that, that you know, that you stood out. Over, and then you know the corny shit you sent to. Her. Yeah, <laughs> he was like you could be my goddess. <laughs> you could be my lord and savior. Yeah, yeah, yes, you could yeah. be my lord and savior. Yes. And she was like, oh, yo, I, I'm happy for you guys. Thank you, bro. thank you. Hell yeah, man. Thank you. I'm very, very happy. Um, I'll have information about uh, when we're having a baby shower. I won't give you details or anything like that, fans. I'm sorry. It's, it's going to be a private Somebody's affair. Gonna, yeah, course, yeah, it's going to be a private course, affair. Man, but we'll, you know but we'll, ta- we'll talk about the baby shower on the on the podcast. I'm we'll talk about all that good stuff. Some of the haters listen to the show just to listen. Because when you have haters, yeah. they're fans. Yeah, of course. So some of your haters, because you got with her. Oh, I got a lot of haters. They're yeah. probably listening and to everything you say. At all of your podcasts, True Hills, yeah. everything. Yeah. Looking at your posts just to get some dirt on you. Yeah. They will fucking crash. Of course. Your fucking baby shower. Of course. And they, we were going to have to beat get the fuck stom- out get of somebody. Get stomped up. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to have to beat stom- the fuck out of somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They, they get stomped out, so, you know. It happens, but uh, I, I am I'm happy to you know we'll talk we'll have stories about the baby shower and all oh, that good yeah, stuff man. on here. But we got we like we said we got to talk about mailbag. Of course, Larry's probably got a story about some adventure that he's had in the last couple of weeks since our last toxic talk. Uh, but actually, no, 
no, no, no, no new adventures. I've actually been uh pretty pretty uh on the low key, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna call bullshit on that because we got pictures in our group chat oh that says otherwise. God. But anyway, Lil, <laughs> I, I was trying to set up something for myself. Sorry, guys. Oh I was definitely listening. This man Larry sent to the group chat some big breasted, big booty, milfy white woman looking all tasty. And he just said, "I just finished some business. I just conquered." <laughs> No, he, no was, he was like, he was like, I'm trying to go watch this Giants game, but she wants round six. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you heard Sid, round six, not round two, not round three, but round six. This man, Larry, was laying down dick. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be like Larry when I get older. Nah, man. This <laughs> Larry is laying down Thor-type hammers. Oh, I can't up. go the way I used to when I was young, bro. <laughs> nobody can. Exactly. <laughs> when you get, hey, you you twenty year olds out there that's listening to this, twenty one year olds, you'll cherish that time, man. Because you get my age in your thirties, I'm gonna keep it a whole ass buck with you. <laughs> Forty five minutes, you get it? <laughs> go to sleep. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and that's what yo. She took me to fucking Space Mountain, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, <laughs> and I was sitting there like, whoo, <laughs> whoo, dog, whoo. I'm sitting there like, God damn, son. Yo, when you, fellas, 20, 21, I tell my young brother this all the time. Our young brother's 26, so he's like in his prime and about to leave his fucking sexual prime. Actually, I'm like, yo, fucking cherish that shit. When you get in your 30s, one round, possibly two rounds, go to sleep. Wake up in the morning, one more round, yep. get your ass up out of there. Yep. It's the nut, though. Yeah. The, when you bust that nut, son. That, that relief. That, that shit relief. kills you. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a nut. That's a fatality. Yo, I get lightheaded, and I can't. I probably, like, after you nut, <laughs> don't ask me to, yo, give me, like, at least a minute. Yeah. Don't ask me to, like, I can't nut and then go walk over to the couch, because I'm going to stumble and fall. Yep. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. Wiggly. Linguini legs. Like, I'm going to sleep. I don't really yeah. don't get enough sleep. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know Sid is don't get enough sleep. This thing will be much. like, yeah. knock it out in the pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'll be like, all right, I'm going to go to sleep right here. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't do that. Yeah, but- yeah. So I had went out, and she was like, I went out with some friends, and she was like, hey, what's up? And she was coming on to me. So I was like, oh, I haven't had sex in a while, so. Two days. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> longest longest streak it was uh, longest it was, streak of 2019 nah man nah 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 i know who has the longest streak of 2019 <laughs> but <go ahead. laughs> we're not gonna go there we're not gonna go we've there. already went there yeah man <laughs> previous episode on the previous episode of toxic talk <laughs> <sighs> So yeah, I've been pretty low keto. Okay, other I've than that, yeah, other than your your milfy adventure, did you did you fuck again? No, I didn't. I actually left and went to watch the Giants game. There you go. He's got priorities, people. I, I do got priorities. Giants come first, you know. <laughs> when, when you football football comes first, bro. When you get my age, a lot of things come before pussy, bro. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. I respect that. I, I respect when, it. If it's not your girl, if it's your girl. You know, if it's your girl, your that's wife, number whatever, one priority. that's number one priority. Nah, so I was priority. in a relationship during Super Bowl Sunday, and I wasn't going anywhere. Is that when the Eagles well, played yeah, the Patriots? Yeah, I wasn't going anywhere. Well, nah. That's your team, so nah, yeah, nah, that's man. a little different. That's <laughs> you a li- make some food. That's a little bit elevated than, than Super Bowl, than the like Arizona oh Arizona Cardinals versus, like, well, none of us are Pittsburgh Steelers fans. So, like, Austin's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Austin's a Shout out to Austin, Austin Kennedy, yeah. bro. He is a big, you know? uh, big he, Steelers he's a, fan. He's a big, and they're doing pretty good, despite their fucking injuries and Big Ben going down. They're down to their third-string quarterback after Mason Rudolph. We talked about it in the last episode. <laughs> 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 He got benched because he sucks. They're down to their third <laughs> string Not quarterback. Not because he got hit with a helmet. Because yeah, he sucks, bro. <laughs> and they're, they're actually pretty What's their, good. What's their record? I think they're, um, what are they now? They're... They are seven and six, I believe. It's not bad. Okay. Yeah. Well, if they weren't in the same division, division as the Ravens. Yeah, they're, they're... Yeah. Are they wild card potential? They, ha- they have potential to be... This- well, right now, the Bills, the Buffalo Bills have the fifth seed on lock. 
Because mm. they, 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 <laughs> yeah. they have the fifth wildcard seat on Smash. Because they're only one game behind the Patriots. They actually can take the division from the Patriots, bro. The, when I finally realized that the Bills had a good record is when they demolished uh, the, the Cowboys, Cowboys on, on, on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Hell yeah. Yeah. These motherfuckers are one game behind the Patriots, bro. Hold on. Um, Patriots play this weekend, right? Or yeah, they, they, yeah. Play, uh, they play the Kansas City. Yeah, I know that's a huge game. That's for them. a big game. They need to win this game. And it's a big game for Buffalo too because they need to. They play in the Ravens, mm. Baltimore. Yeah. yeah, I have. Um, to be honest, I'm I'm actually going back and forth. Notice I didn't even leave my picks yet. But <laughs> I'm going back and forth. <laughs> He's waiting to the last minute, people. I I don't even. I can I can honestly see Buffalo winning this game. That has trap game written all over it for Ravens. Baltimore is coming off of a. How they gonna defend them? They Lamar. got huh? I know it's not a sports podcast, but um, how they gonna defend? No, we talk about everything. Yeah, we talk about. Oh, yeah, but how they gonna? Because you, you can leave a spy on them, the middle linebacker as a spy. Nobody on has done that yeah. already. Yeah, they have, but <laughs> no one's quick enough, I guess. <laughs> Yo, there's defensive coordinators that sit in dark rooms for eight hours a day trying to like. Remember the read option first came out yeah. with um with uh, uh RG three Colin Kaepernick yeah. and um and 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 uh, Cam Newton was running yeah. this shit, <laughs> and it was big. And defensive coordinators they were like, "What the fuck." That entire offseason, they realized, they figured out how to stop that shit. So what they know you, what how to do. What you do, you send the end upfield and you have a, 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 a spy on the quarterback. So you send it at mm-hmm. the end right there to, to lock off the boundary so he can't move out. He can't toss it out. He can toss it out, but the end is there and he's going to fucking disrupt everything the, going on. If there. anybody doesn't know what that end is, the defensive Defensive end. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. My bad. My bad, guys, for people that are not defensive it's football illiterate. Yeah, for the football <laughs> illiterate. My bad. I'm sitting here talking like this is a sports podcast, <laughs> you know? Because if I say end on a sports podcast, people know what the fuck yeah, I'm yeah. talking about. But, yeah. yeah. But the defensive end. The one, the guy on the end of the defensive line, whether it be, you got to run a 4-3. Break it down. Though. Against a uh, against a read option, yeah. But with uh, Lamar Jackson, three four, no four no, three. four three. You you, you wouldn't want a three four with Lamar. The thing about the three four is when I played football, I loved the three four because I played linebacker. I love playing in the three four. But if I'm coaching, I'm not running that because you actually for for three four, you need personnel for that. And the idiot New York Football Giants are running a three four with mediocre linebackers. That's can't that, that's, do the, that's, that's shit. the reason why I would say that because you have four linebackers now, like about four linebackers. If they're speedy, they'll come off the edge, lock him off, keep a linebacker in the middle. You know what I mean? And still have like somebody else's. You know, I, I, that's what I was thinking because you, you have the QB spy right there in the middle, right. mm-hmm. which is can be done in a three four, which can be done in a four three, but yeah. a three four. I just have you have more you have more linebackers on that second on that second tier. Well, the thing that's about, what I was saying. But the thing about a three four is there's always a linebacker blitzing. You just don't know which one. Which is why I loved playing exactly. a three four. Yeah, playing in a three four like receivers, they love playing in a spread spread offense because it's a passing offense. So all of my receiver friends was like when we were coming out of high school, they were like, yo. Yo, that team, yo, that college, yo, they run a spread. I'm trying to go there, you know? <laughs> Cause you, you'll, it's, get, you'll get looks. Yeah, you'll get, get a lot touches. of, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, um, yeah, but when we had, um, we had LT, Lawrence Taylor, we could run a 3-4 there. But right now. <laughs> you have to have a premier linebacker. Exactly. Right now, our best linebacker is Lorenzo Carter. Who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of motherfuckers don't know who the hell who? he is. <laughs> you know, I say that name, and a lot of motherfuckers like who they gotta like Google him and shit. You know, so we got Ogletree, we got uh, Lorenzo Carter. You know, so and we're on a three four man. So we're doing some dumb shit, but to defend, like I was saying, um, I actually have uh, I I won't it won't be too far fetched to see Buffalo winning this game, bro. Uh, Baltimore is coming off of a tough game against San Francisco. Which they, you know, they, they San Francisco, they're good, man. They they just don't know how to finish against good teams. Shout out to Jimmy Galapolo, fucking porn stars. Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs> fucking play. hell yeah, man, he's good. They actually he's San winning. Francisco, he's San winning. Francisco Forty Nine ers actually have a good quarterback now since uh, the first time since Jeff Garcia yeah. left to uh, left town in two thousand three. All That's over Kaepernick's so career. long ago. This nigga just shit off of Kaepernick's it's career. Kaepernick took his That's dick what, out. Yeah, yeah he pissed on he his made throat. sure he made sure to say Jeff Garcia. <laughs> nigga Jeff Garcia. Yeah, we were in high school, nigga. I know, but but I mean like the Forty Nine ers have. Had a lot of quarterbacks. They had Alex Smith. They've had um uh Troy Smith. They had uh Tim Rattay. So he's like he's like he's like I'm not just shitting on Kaepernick. I'm shitting on other people. They, but he specifically said that you shit on Colin Kaepernick. They, they had Tim Rattay, I believe. They had um 
Colin Kaepernick, nigga? Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Yeah, you forgot? I didn't forget. <laughs> he was trash, bro. Just like RG3. <laughs> they were fucking trash. And it, and once, like I said earlier, once defensive coordinators figured out the read option, they were sitting duck. But guys like Cam Newton and Russell Wilson prevailed even without the read option because they're actually good quarterbacks. So, Kaepernick... I'm iffy about Kaepernick because I don't know enough about football to come to defend to defend his legacy, and I don't know enough about football to go up against his legacy. Yeah, because I'm more I'm borderline casual fan. Like I know enough, uh-huh. so I, I I know a little more than enough. But then I I, I, oh, I wouldn't know, I you, know you, a lot. you know what I mean. <laughs> you are the football expert. Yeah. So <laughs> RG three. Uh huh. The reason why he feels because he's wild pussy, <laughs> and and and. and and maybe I'm talking, maybe I'm being a dick about this, kind of, but whatever. It's the fact that he wasn't mentally ready for football. And the ups and downs that go with football. That's my opinion. He's backing okay. up uh, Lamar Jackson now. In yeah, 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 yeah. And he's helping them out. But some yeah. some, some people get that early success. Mm-hmm. And when that they hit that wall, they don't know how to handle it. And that's pretty much what happened to him. Yeah, yeah. And that's what happened. That's what happened with Cam Newton up and down. Like, he got that super success, lost it, come back. But he's mad injury ridden. Yeah, like his is, body's falling apart. He's getting hit a lot, though, man. He yeah. gets hit a lot. Cause, well, because he runs and he he's a lot of wear and tear on his body. Bro. So, so what do you think about? Because I, I guess we wanted to talk about this more: the mental health that men go through who who are in like the spotlight and sports. Because we mm-hmm. talked about Maro from um Maro from um NXT. If anybody mm-hmm. doesn't know who he is, he's like a, um, an announcer from NXT. Right. You have the um the uh the tweets. I, I can't think I know it off the top of my head. You don't know off the top of the so, head? Yeah. So, so just people who don't know, what we're going to talk about real quick is like the mental health of like motherfuckers, dudes yeah. in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, and some people can't handle it. Others yeah. can't. Right. Like, you know what I mean? And um, so what we're going to talk about is um, Morrow. He's like, he's done show, he's done boxing. He's done, I think he's done hockey. He's done like every he's type a, of he's sport. He's yeah, yeah. a commentator for mostly he's like a MMA. really good yeah. commentator, yeah. bro. All around. Professional wrestling. Bro. He's been in New Japan. He was on Access. He's on, he's on NXT now. So basically, he is a an announcer that has uh, suffers from bipolar disorder. He even had a documentary called The Bipolar Rock and Roller that was on Showtime last year in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, back in 2017, I think this was just six months into his run with WWE. Uh, he was on the SmackDown brand with uh, JBL, and he was getting basically like criticized on air by JBL as well as people backstage. This led to him basically having a a uh, a crisis, uh, a, a situation basically, and his bipolar his bipolar disorder basically ca- causing him to have a breakdown. Uh, he left the WWE. It caused like a whole big uproar with, uh, fans demanding that JBL get fired. Uh, JBL was basically a scapegoat because a lot of it was behind the scenes more than it was JBL doing anything on air. But it had to lo- a lot to do with like the toxic environment that is WWE and not understanding the bipolar disorder that Morrow had. So toxic is a good word though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on, on this, on this show it is, but, but, but we, we also have to use it in, in, in other terms. Yeah. Um, um, but basically, this led to Morrow going on to NXT. He's been the voice of NXT from like t- early 2018 into 2019. Uh, recently, NXT, Raw, and SmackDown were supposed to do battle at Survivor Series. Over Survivor Series weekend, uh, NXT had NXT TakeOver War Games the night before Survivor Series. An announcer for uh, the SmackDown brand, Corey Graves, went on Twitter and uh, basically said... Uh, if you didn't know it, uh, there is a WWE Hall of Famer and a former ROH champion on commentary. I'm sure they have a lot to say. Basically saying that Morrow was talking too much on commentary. He also responded to a fan's tweet that said Morrow was making too many rap references and Mar- and Corey says, yes, far too many. Basically criticizing a coworker or teammate in, in a national public, public light. This led to, uh, Dave Meltzer and the Wrestling Observer reporting about it. Corey Graves doubled down on it and accused, Cor- uh, accused Meltzer of being an outright liar, which Meltzer responded by saying, <laughs> I just reported what you have tweeted and you didn't delete. <laughs> and- <laughs> 
and then um basically Morrow Morrow did not show up to the Survivor series the following the following night. He did not show up to uh NXT taping on Wednesday night. This caused him to have another uh mini I would say a mini breakdown basically uh come disclosing and secluding himself from society. Uh this led to also Frank Shamrock which is best friends with Morrow Ronaldo say uh making a reference to Corey Graves on Twitter and saying that a lot of people get used to being on Twitters and not used to getting punched in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and Frank Shamrock knows a lot about getting punched is in the it, mouth. Is that, what's the name's brother? Yeah, Ken Shamrock, that's Ken yeah. Shamrock's brother. That's Ken Shamrock's little yeah. brother. Yeah. That's his yeah, best. That's trying to punch in the face. That's Mauro Ronaldo's best, best friend, friend yeah. and I think his manager as well. Yeah. So and, and Frank Shamrock knows a little bit about getting punched in the mouth and a lot of bit about punching people in the mouth. And that's not the guy you want to fuck with. You know, <laughs> so this led to <laughs> this led to Corey Graves apologizing to Frank Shamrock. He also put out a public apology on his uh, podcast after the bell, basically saying that he was trying to stir up controversy to talk about on his podcast and to talk about on the Survivor Series show, breaking up the brand warfare between uh, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Uh, he he basically said that he had a, a unpopular opinion and he he apologized if he offended anyone because his intention was not to disparage or insult a coworker or a teammate. Yeah. So Morrow has since then uh returned to the NXT to the NXT brand uh this past Wednesday. So we're happy to hear that. But mm-hmm. it caused a lot of like controversy with like differing opinions among fans. I know a listener to the podcast and a, a colleague of mine on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, Chris, he he felt like uh Morrow was a little bit too sensitive. Me myself, I'm very I'm very very much pro into understanding the mental illness and realizing that they can't control their emotions in the same type of way that I can expect someone in a in a, a national spotlight like that should should uh be able to respond to it but I'm a little bit more sensitive to it than others but what about you Larry I know you have an opinion on it. Well um first off Corey Graves he's a piece of shit for um <laughs> for doing what he did you know I I mean you know I'm not going to completely deem him a piece of shit I'm just going to deem him wrong for what he did cuz you don't do that on air to a, um, a colleague. There's uh, me and you've talked about this. Me and uh, me and uh, John. Shout out to John Martin, John Paul, John Paul. Um, we've we talked about this, and I think um, Corey Graves. You don't do shit like this. It's like a quarterback, like tweeting or, or a receiver tweeting. Well, we do have a future Hall of Famer and a and a and a former Super Bowl champion on a receiving line, you wouldn't know that, though. You know, yeah. throwing shade at his quarterback for not throwing the ball and not making plays and not calling that number in a in a huddle, you don't do that type of shit. Or you don't, like, you know, in a post-game interview, start talking shit, oh, well, if we would have did this, if so-and-so would have did this, if you would have made the field goal, if you would have caught the ball, we would have won. You don't do that type of shit. That's just looked at as being a piece of shit. You know, piece of shit uh, teammate, piece of shit to, the, you know, the brand or whatever. But, um, yeah, so Corey Gray's fucked up there. But what I, uh, what I am going to say is Moro needs to have a little bit thicker skin. I'm, I am sensitive to people with mental health issues, but this world is cold. Like we said, man, Moro is held in high regard. By all of the fans, by us, we love Moro. You know, wrestling fans, MMA fans—that's two fan bases right there. That hold Moro in high regard. Three fan bases, boxing too, as well. You know, people like Jim Ross, people like John Anik, uh, Joe Rogan, Mike Goldberg. You know, all these high these these guys are like held in high regard as announcers. And these two brands, WWE, Pro Wrestling and, and MMA, they've all spoken highly of Mauro Ronaldo. You know, Mauro has to understand that, that all these people that are speaking in high regard to you, you're going to let dollar value seat in punk <laughs> tell you you ain't shit. Bro, you got to let that roll off your shoulder. You can't every time somebody says something bad about you, like... You know, oh, I'm just not going to show up to work. You can't do that, man. It doesn't work like the world doesn't work that way, man. You, that's that's all I was saying, man. Um, I get everybody's point. It's a little rough, though, because yeah. 
to analyze the whole situation. So, for instance, once again, we all can agree that Corey was wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't that, put that something on a public. I'm not gonna say he's a piece of shit because he's not. But yeah, but don't put that on a public forum. He was he was a piece of shit when he doubled in down. that moment. When, yeah. No, when he doubled down, he was a piece of oh, shit. Oh yeah, when yeah, he, yeah. I forgot doubled, about that. When part, he doubled, yeah. when he doubled down, and then and then his apology also. His was apology a, was seemed, a piece of shit. It, his apology seems like <laughs> I'm just apologizing because I have to. And like yeah. you said, Dave Meltzer just basically said, "This is what you said." I, you gotta love when people call the facts lies. <laughs> <laughs> you're an outright liar. Like, two plus two what, equals four. No, you're lying. I, what did I lie about? Why? <laughs> yeah, he was like, he was like, yeah, you have my number. Call me. Like, what do I have to call you for? What do I have to well, call you? Because he, he looked bad. He looked bad. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. everybody agreed that what you did was wrong. Now with Morrow. I, did you guys watch the documentary on him? Yeah, I didn't. Sid did. It's yeah. really, it's really, really yeah. good. Really and then good. um, a lot of his um, the his downward spiral came from his the death of his best friend, mm-hmm. his childhood best friend. I would I would say more, and um, that shit triggered him like him yeah, for the rest absolutely. of his life. Yeah, you just gotta know that this life still goes on. Though, it, 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 it's it's I know easy. It's, tough, it's, it's easier said than done because what you said. You, you say one of the things like how that everybody praises him. It doesn't matter when people praise you. It's about your head mentally of how you're going to take it. Because people can talk so highly of you, but you got to accept who you are. You got to be like, yo, I'm great. I'm dope. I'm amazing. Fuck everybody else. Mm-hmm. Even with, you have to accept that. And he hasn't, he doesn't have that m- mental capacity. And also, we don't know I was leading up to that. Right. To that breaking point where maybe Corey would have been talking shit about him for a while. Mm-hmm. Maybe Corey's been going to, um, to management for a while about how Morrow's been, been saying things on, on, on announcement. We don't know that. I don't know that, but I can, but sometimes things lead up to something and a blow up happens in public, but it happens mm-hmm. behind the scenes. From what I've known and I've, we've all talked to, to wrestlers, that backstage shit is wild. It's wild, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I heard, man. I heard stories. Like, else. Wa- we've, we, we've, we've watched shoot interviews. We've done shoot interviews. We've seen videos. We've seen everything and, it's all politics. Mm-hmm. So who knows that maybe Corey was like, yo, probably went to Vince or even whoever's in charge of the, of the commentary team. I think it's Michael Cole for the most part. Yeah, like, yo. Michael Cole, I heard. Fuck like, what I heard, I think. Like, yeah. this dude, Marl, did you hear him on the last episode, on the, on the last NXT, NXT episode? Like, what is he doing? Why is he Why is he saying, so talking about Travis Scott right now? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there could have been stuff backstage then Marl's hearing that. Then... He's hearing more of the shit. The next thing you know, it's on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Granted, you are right, Larry. You got to have thicker skin. Especially entertainment when you're in the mm-hmm. spotlight. Yeah. But I would only say that with a person who doesn't have mental health problems. Yeah, that's, 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 that's That's when it's like... you. It's, 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 it's like this weird situation where you don't want to baby somebody. Yeah, that's why I'm... It's and, like, and, and I get what you're saying. Not everybody's going to walk on eggshells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't I get that. that. I get that. But yeah. it, it also, like, you have to realize it's not the first time. It is not and, the first and time. When you, and when you know that his breaking point, his original breaking point, had to do with his childhood friend, mm-hmm. he views pe- these people that he's working with as friends. So it's not him, like, it, I can understand where you're so- coming from if it's fans online saying, oh my god, Morrow, Morrow has too many rap references, and then he just sees that online, and then he leaves work. I understand that. If they, if that's where it, where it comes from, that's right. where it stems from. No, it came from my co-worker that he considered a friend. Corey Graves, he worked with directly. He worked mm-hmm. with him on 205 Live back in, like, 2016, 2017. So this is not a criticism from someone that not even, like, he's worked with before, not even that he has that type of relationship with he had some type of relationship with me with him due to working with him on 205 live working with him on smackdown so for Corey to then go on like public without letting him know because he wanted to stir up controversy yeah. out for for a show that pretty much nobody really sense, brand supremacy <laughs> it was all about pushing nxt really to to, yes. to another level yes. that's all it was really and about they succeeded, and they and they did that because they, they did that they, they, they actually, did that well well aw took the took the lead again this week yeah. but um nxt actually had two weeks winning so the score is now aw8 NXT two so and the, the, WW, <laughs> the WWE actually succeeded yeah. in pushing NXT because they beat AEW two weeks in a row and, no. and even the yeah. lead the NA, uh, AEW won this week they only won by six thousand yeah. viewers absolutely so. and, and, so and that and that was and that's a good point Sid because you're like yo my nigga you know how I am mm-hmm. you yeah. know you we have a relationship yeah we've worked closely together so 
it kind of takes away from what Larry's saying because it's not, I'm not babying. You know how I move. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we have a relationship. You know how I move. So you doing that is like, it's wild, corny. Exactly. And like, it's just, it's a slap in the face. Like, it's, it, a, it's, it it's, it's a friendship. It's like, yo, me and you've been dealing with each other for so long. You know how I move. And then you go out and just do this. Like, nah, like that, that, that's wild. And granted, you're right, Larry. You don't, you don't miss work for this shit. You can't miss work. You for can't the, miss work for this shit. But I saw that documentary. I watched it twice. His bipolarism is not not, not like some shit you, you, you can just tuck in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> that shit is a house filled of demons, bro. Yeah. But you still like, got to live in the You, you got to live with it. And I, 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 don't Earth, know if, I don't know if he's on medication. I don't know what he's doing exactly. But I, I just can't give... I can't blame a hundred percent. I can still understand, like, yo, you, you got to man up about oh, I'm it. I'm not blaming him, but, but it's just like Corey should have moved differently. He at did, the, he at the end of the day, on a number of different Corey levels. should have moved differently. And that bullshit apology after the on his podcast after the bell was trash. Oh yeah, and we still to this day don't know if he's ever apologized to Morrow directly. My thing is, man, J J R, the greatest wrestling announcer of all time, Mike Goldberg considered. By many, the greatest MMA announcer mm-hmm. of all time. These are two of the top in both franchises, yeah. both promotions, both both industries speak highly of Moro. Yeah, you know. So, man, Moro, babe, you got to see that. But <laughs> Moro never worked with either one of them. He's worked with Corey Graves. You're That's not what it comes to, down you're to. You're not going to see. You're not going to yeah. see. You're not, gonna, you're not going to see. Well, when you're, Mike Anik, he's worked with, and Mike Anik speaks but, highly of him yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah, and Mike Anik yeah. been doing MMA. Before, um, before, before, uh, Morrow, and still he says, I learned a lot from Morrow. So, <laughs> but Morrow would be hurt if he said something about him because he's worked with him. Like that, that type but, of relationship, I think that's where it comes down to is the relationship that they had previously before doing this. And there's a, a number of ways that he could have, like, <laughs> there's a number of steps that he could have have taken. He could have let Morrow know before he sent out the tweet. He could have apologized immediately to, to Morrow after the tweet. He, he, like, and then he could he he shouldn't have doubled down on it mm-hmm. by by calling out a reporter who reported what you still had up on your Twitter page. And then that bullshit apology was just whack. Like it was just a number of different levels where Corey was wrong. Where I can't even can't even start to think like oh Morrow needs to man up. It's it's just you know the situation. You know his mental illness. There was just so many other ways for you to do this. My thing is my problem is with the hypocritical wrestling fans. And you guys will probably deny this, maybe. Now nah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Hypocritical wrestling fans. But Larry's, at, go Larry's at it again. Let's here go. Here we go again. I Let's fucking hate wrestling fans. And everybody that knows me knows I fucking hate wrestling fans. <laughs> so let's just say, and you guys are gonna probably roll your eyes at this. Let's just say, let's put like David Otunga or um what? <laughs> or Byron Saxton in the role. Of moral. Let's say one of them was, you know, suffering from depression, suffering from bipolarism or whatever. And let's say Jerry Lawler, who the fans love. Let's put him him in the role of you should, you Corey should put, Graves. You should put Jr. Because fans, modern day fans, don't like Jerry King, King Law like modern fans don't like Jim Ross. Yeah, yeah that's they, true. They, they <laughs> they about, but but <laughs> I'm saying from both the no, from a general standpoint. Okay, okay, that okay. They they they. they Tend to like you know Jerry Lawler. You yeah. know he he, he yeah. jokes a lot. Yeah. Let's say Jerry Lawler was fucking bullying Byron Saxton or 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 David Otunga, who who the fans generally don't like. You know, you think the fans would be like, oh, let's have sympathy for you know mental health, and now all of a sudden everybody's a mental health fucking advocate <laughs> because it's fucking moral and shit, and they like moral. But let's say it was fucking Byron Saxton getting bullied by fucking <laughs> Jerry Lawler. The fans would be like, suck it up, buttercup. Look at that fucking <laughs> pussy. Oh, my God. Yeah, fuck. You gonna bring your ass to work. But being that it's moral, somebody like, and JBL, who they know was a bully, he got his ass whipped by fucking um, <laughs> Joey, Styles. Joey Styles and shit. They're like, oh, yeah, we got to take up for moral. But if the if it was somebody they didn't like, God, I hate wrestling fans, bro. Oh, my God. He's fucking hypocrites, son. <laughs> You hate WWE wrestling, 
<laughs> I keep telling you that. I just, I just keep, I just keep allowing you to go off on these rants, and I'm trying to find where it's actually wrestling fans. But no, it's never wrestling fans. You really are just talking about one group of wrestling fans, which is WWE fans, man. Because yeah, the WWE marks, bro. But yes. I, I, <laughs> I was on a wrestling page once, and I didn't even show you guys. But some guy was, somebody was like, hmm. So. AEW is really losing to the developmental brand. I'm like, first off, and that was before this week. I was like, first off, the score is seven to two. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they don't, they don't care about that. They, they don't care about that. Seven to two in AEW's favor. And second off, even by WWE Marks' standards, NXT is probably the most watchable brand out of the world and SmackDown. So technically, they're beating. WWE's most watchable brand, if you think about exactly. it. Exactly. Most <laughs> critically acclaimed. I know. So <laughs> I, I don't get how, like, and that's WWE marks for you, but whatever. <laughs> listen, yeah. Listen. But I I, I just think it's a, it, it, WWE fans are hypocrites, bro. No. Was, uh, people are hypocrites. Yeah. People, in pe- pe- people are, and people in general are, are hypocrites. Some uh, people. It's most people. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us aren't, though. No. Some of us keep the same energy, bro. Listen, people, people, uh, let's just go into it. We're going to talk about accountability right now because <laughs> let's have this conversation. Right. Let's do it. <laughs> um, It goes back to like having accountability for like what Corey did. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest, one of the things I've seen over the past couple months is Women and men don't take accountability in relationships, mm, mm-hmm. especially post relationships. And I'm talking about y'all niggas break up, and y'all both fucked up each other in the relationship. Mm-hmm. But niggas want to play victim. Yeah, right. And we all know what we're talking about, but the, the listeners don't know what I'm talking about. But we all know what the fuck I'm talking about. And I'm taking this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going. It's time. I think we got like 30 minutes left for this episode. We're going to talk. We got that like 15. We got 15. I thought we had 15. I don't know. We got 15. We got 15. So we're going to start. 15 minutes. Listen. Leave him on the cliffhanger. Listen, 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 listen. We already got another cliffhanger that he left us on last episode. We need to get into We'll probably get into the next episode. We always forget those. Listen. At the end of the day, you fuck somebody, you like something about them. Men and women. Right. My ex is an absolute piece of shit. The one that got you arrested? Yes. Yo, you know what's funny? I agree. Yeah. Bro, that's the one you brought to Janelle's crib that time? Yes. Yo, mad of us didn't like her. We was like, yo, why is she so stuck up? We was like, hey, how you doing? Something. She was just like rolling her eyes at all of us. That's the same one? Yeah. Fuck her, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yo. I remember that too. Oh, Madam was like, "Yo, why is she over there being stuck up and have a stink look on her face?" Go ahead, my bad. <laughs> nah, nah, you're, you're, you're right. But I, I was still with her. Yeah, yeah. I got to accountability for that shit. Uh-huh. I fucked her. The times that I wanted to fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> the times I wanted to fuck her. Go ahead, bro. I was in a whole ass relationship. Yo, if y'all don't see that, Wilkins is fucking shaking right now. <laughs> nah, because I just feel like people always like, and I, and I will take blame for shit I did in a relationship. Yeah. Nigga, I wasn't perfect. Uh-huh. And I think people got to realize that shit. It's like, nigga, shorty, y'all were together, both y'all niggas fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I want people to understand that shit. I hate when niggas want to want to talk want to talk shit about their exes mm-hmm. and not take accountability for where they messed up in the relationship. Yep. This goes on both sides of the coin. Right. Yeah. The male and the female. Right. Yeah. Don't talk shit to your friends like yo, this bitch is trash, blah, blah, blah. Nigga, you fucked her. Mm-hmm. And you still fucking her. Mm-hmm. And, and she's too. still fucking you. And the chicks too. Don't talk so about yeah. how he, yep. he's trash or he did this, he did that. But yet, you're still fucking her. And you're still probably fucking, you're still fucking him, and you're still probably still fucking him when you have a man. When you talk about how good your man is. But the thing is, no, no, but at the end of the day, niggas make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. Nobody's nobody's, nobody's, nobody's fucking perfect. And the one thing I want to get through through today, my niggas, is the fact that cut that shit out. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, homie, you fucked her, you still love her. You still love the chick. You had a whole ass girl at home. Shorty, you fucked up and did some shit that I don't even want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is, and the thing is, y'all both wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both niggas is wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and I and I'm not taking no sides on this shit. And, and I know viewers, listeners are like, "What the fuck is going on?" What I'm talking about is relationships in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How people don't take accountability when shit goes wrong. Yeah. Now it's everybody else's fault. It's everybody yeah, it's else's fault. Yeah. No. When yeah. I was dating my ex, I did shit that was wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't care how crazy it. Maybe the other person takes the majority of the blame, but you're still to blame of what shit went wrong. Right. Maybe Shorty cheated on you. Maybe you were such a bitch that she didn't want to deal with you anymore. <laughs> you got to be a bitch to another girl that will appreciate your bitch assness. <laughs> that's what it is. You have a blame on that shit. Like and, and that's what always irks me when niggas don't take accountability for nothing that they do, male and female. Mm-hmm. And when shit goes wrong, they blame everybody else but besides themselves. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you 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 seen something you liked in that person, you can't sit there and talk bad about them. And, and, and it goes mm-hmm. like, yo, my nigga, you ate her pussy, you liked her. You ate her ass, you liked her. <laughs> and I know you ate her ass, but, but that's you a different conversation. <laughs> that's a different conversation. <laughs> and, I, I, and, and there's nothing wrong, and there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. There's nothing wrong with liking somebody and still liking somebody. Yeah. But what you need to do right now is admit to yourself like, yo, I need to get away from that person because this is not working. Obviously, the reason why y'all broke up was because the shit was toxic, fucked up. Toxic is a good word. Well, right now, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> that's, the, that's the t-shirt right there. That's the t-shirt. That's a good word. <laughs> and, that, and, that's, and, that's, and that's what it is. Everybody fucks up. Uh-huh. Nobody's perfect. Right. You move forward, you learn from it. But the biggest thing I want niggas to know is like, yo, take accountability for the shit. That's it, man. You fucked with shorty, you fucked with this nigga, that's it. That's it. Y'all, there was obviously love there at one time. And, and during the relationship, y'all both fucked each other over. Mm-hmm. Or maybe more than the other. But we can't. And, and, I've, and I've been blamed for this shit. Like, yo, when you listen to somebody and it's not the whole story, and then you guys listen to somebody it's not the whole story, then you find out the whole story, it's like, damn, you're making me mad at this person. I'm mad at this person, but this is bigger than us. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a whole different conversation. And mm-hmm. when you find out the whole story, you tend yeah. to take one person's side because... When you see hard evidence and hard facts, it's yes, like, and then oh you, boy. See, you see that, but <laughs> yeah. then you see the other side, and it's like, yo, y'all both still playing the same game. You can't, you can't, because the thing about it, there's always three sides to the story. There's that person's side, the other person's side, and the and truth. truth. The truth is never. We never know the whole truth. It's somewhere in the middle. It's somewhere in the middle. It's a little. It's a little grudgy because, it, 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 like, n- niggas, n- n- niggas, niggas take things out, add things in, and, and it's what it is. But my whole thing is, listen. We, get, we all get into relationships. I've been in relationships. You've been the most of it before, before Tia. God willing, this is your last relationship. That's what I want. And I, and I g- g- no, I genuinely mean I that. I really hope so. I <laughs> really hope things work out to like forever type of shit. Well, yeah, I got yeah. kids, so. No, 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 really no, no. no. It does. Yeah, I, no, <laughs> even without kids. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all both seem happy. Mm-hmm. And y'all both seem like things are going really well. And I pray that that, that shit works. And I genuinely mean that. Yeah. But. We all fucked up in relationships. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't want it to seem like I'm bashing one person or the other. I'm bashing our relationships. Be, no, nobody's taking accountability. Yeah. A lack, of, a lack of accountability affects other people. Like, like the reason that you're so passionate, it's affected you. Mm-hmm. Reason, reason that Larry has an opinion on it is, it's affected him. I, I have an opinion on it that I just don't like the lack of accountability mm-hmm. affecting the other people around them. Like if we're talking about a particular relationship or if we're talking about in general, because in general with relationships, if you don't have accountability, the two people have like it's going to affect them outside of that relationship with their next relationship, with their relationship with their friends, with their family. And it just causes a domino effect, which is going to drag out for seemingly years sometimes. Just just tell the truth about what's going on. But where do friends fit in a relationship? Because I feel like it gets... These it's, it's like this muddy water when friends step into relationship things mm-hmm. because you put people on different sides. A lot of times, friends just are looking for the best interest in both friends, especially when a friend is a mutual friend of both the girl mm-hmm. and the guy. The friend is just looking for the best interest for both of them, you yeah. know? And if it's something going on, the friend is most likely going to step to the side and you guys handle that. However, if one of... Let's say the guy in a relationship or the girl in a relationship is showing hard evidence of the truth and the other one isn't, the friend has no choice but to, you know, kind of side with one party. Like, oh boy, well, well, 
what's your take on this? Where's where do you, where's your stance? And if one is just like, oh, I don't have any evidence, just just you, oh, you're taking his side, you're taking her side, or whatever. You can't just say, oh, oh, just believe me, just believe me, because I am who I am. When the other one is showing hard evidence of, yo, this is yeah, this is what it is, and I, you know, so. what? go ahead. And also, the accountability thing has to do with like a friendship. There has to be that that point of accountability with the friend. Like, if you if you have a falling out with a friend, you kind of have to like really look in the mirror of why that that falling out out happened. And then you have to be able to like hash it out and talk it out. If there's no like type of accountability and you feel like, oh, we had a falling out because that person did something, then, then that's not really, that's not really a good friendship or you need to work on that friendship and have more accountability in that because you, you have to take some fault in the reason that y'all had a falling out. If y'all are really good friends, there has to be some type of accountability on both parts when it comes to that. It, it's, the word of the day, I guess, accountability. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. It's <laughs> people need to take blame mm-hmm. on what they did. But also, you know, be like, okay, you know what? I messed this up, but I'm not gonna blame everybody else about what went wrong. Right. Now, when it comes to friends, it's really weird because every group of is, is, is we have a large group of friends. Within that group of friends, you're gonna be closer with certain people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're going to tell certain people your side of the story. And this goes on. Let's say this is one of the real, real, real reasons why I date girls out of my like circle. Right. I don't like dating mm-hmm. girls within like I like like the same network that I have. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. I, like it's just it's just things get messy mm-hmm. and muddy waters with regards of, of what it is. And like some people believe them. Over yeah. And some people believe them. Some people believe them. And then you put everybody in, you put everybody in an awkward spot. And I. Truly understand it when I saw it, like, when I saw it. And you start looking at, like, taking sides. Yeah. Granted, when you see things, you're like, yo, everybody's wrong. And, and this is how I believe it. When relationships go bad, everybody's wrong. Mm-hmm. If she cheated on you, you're wrong because you didn't see it coming. And you should, you should have left, you, you, the signs were there. You have to take accountability for that. If he cheated on you. You knew he was cheating. You knew what he was doing. You should have left. Yeah, red yeah. flags are always red there. flags. Are, red yeah, flags a lot are always of there. Women ignore red flags, think, "Oh, I could change him," and then when they can't, they want to blame and, every man in the and, world. And then Facts. men, yeah. men do the same thing too. Mm-hmm. And like, and and listen, you love somebody, you love somebody. Sometimes you can't you can't get away from the person that you love. I was dealing with a girl for almost six years, on and off. Wow. Because I couldn't get away from this girl. You know, so I've never been in love. You know, I've really? been in love. Really, never been in love. Because that's because you have. That's because you're a robot, nigga. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say, <laughs> this is a robot, and you have a different woman in your bed every week. Oh, come <laughs> on, guys. <laughs> they haven't made the program to fall in love yet to put into a system. So when that when that program is made, the, they'll fall in the love. The serum. No, to be serum. to be honest, all jokes aside, I've actually like protected myself from that because I've seen what love can do. To I've seen the toughest, strongest dudes been like reduced to a pile of crying flesh in the fetal <laughs> position because they were in love and a girl like broke their heart or cheated or or, or just flat out said, you know, I don't want to be with you anymore. And I've seen the toughest dudes you never think would be just in a fetal position crying and bawling. And I'm like, I never want to be that. Because so you, you know what I'm it gonna is? I'm going to stop myself. You, you know what it is? You know what it is? <laughs> it's the fact that like real true love is like you're opening yourself yeah. to that person. And I don't want to open yeah. myself. And, and that shit is that. rough. No, I know. And, and, I, and you know what? I understand that a hundred percent. I've only been in love, like truly like adult love uh-huh. once. Yeah. Like truly like this is like I have, I think I'm, I'm, I'm low-key still in love with Shorty. Like I, like I still got love for her because uh-huh. that shit never goes away. Yeah, and that's what so I'm trying I heard. to. No, no, that's <laughs> that, that's what I'm trying to get to. Is like a lot of times when you have that true like definition of love, even though you're not in love with that person, you still have love for that person, and it's not on that friends. You know how you love for your friends. It's on a deeper meaning because, right. like my nigga, you you guys fucked, like you fucked raw, <laughs> like, and I know we we don't be talking about that shit. It's, you're, you're exchanging like. Energy and shit and spiritual, all that Gucci shit, whatever this you want to talk about, is just wild. 
So when you love somebody, you, you, you kind of still in love with that you person. Never, not yeah. You still got love for that person. That shit don't go away. And sometimes, like, and I've said it to, like, my sister. My sister was going to do some shit, but no, my cousin, I'm sorry. And I was like, yo, honestly, homie, he's a boy. Leave her alone. Because mm-hmm. you're going to... Because that sh- that connection you guys have, because you were, this was your first love, you're always going to be around that person. Mm-hmm. And if that person shows up in the middle of your house at 3 a.m., mm-hmm. you're going to open the fucking door. That's another you, reason. You don't want to. You don't want to. If that person calls you to talk about whatever the problem that they're dealing with, their certain current, current situation, you're going to pick up the phone. You're going to talk to them. You, 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 they're going to meet up at your house. You're going to talk. It's, it's, and the thing about it, I'm not mad at anybody for that. Because us as humans, besides Larry, the human ones in this, oh. in this podcast, <laughs> oh, he's part. He's part. He, human. He's like he's I, like twenty five percent. He's been here. He's been here. He's been here long enough to get twenty five percent. Just like you said, it's like women or men too. Everybody, you if you were in love with somebody, you're always probably going to be in love with them or have love for them. So that's another reason why I stopped myself from falling in love. Because like, let's say I start catching feelings for a girl who's been in love before. That yeah. means that other guy probably still has a heart, and I'll never have a heart. So I've grown to understand that I'll never completely have a woman's there's, heart. Th- there's different types mm-hmm. of love, though. There's yeah. different levels to it. Yeah. Because your first love is your first love. You'll always have love for them. Like exactly I said. what I'm afraid of. But I don't want her to still have love they, for They won't be in, in love, love with, with the them. Guy. They won't be in love with them anymore. Exactly. If, so. if it's Trust healthy. Me, <laughs> Trust, that's, just, that's just how women are. Dog, her first love can come back. She can be in a... I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. See, a lot of the time, the, way, the, the reason I move the way I do... It's because I see what happened from third party. Secondhand shit. Yo, no, secondhand shit. I've seen shit happen like from a third party's perspective, which is why I'm, I've seen some best friends who are in a relationship with women and everything is going well. Or some of my female friends, everything is going well. She, she likes the new guy, but then the old guy who they went through some shit comes through. I fucked up. Can we make it work? She gives him chance number 27 <laughs> over the new guy who everything is going perfectly. And I'm like, why would you do that? Oh, because, you know, he still has a place in my heart and maybe we can make it work this time. I'm like, damn, that's the reason I'm not, it, it I'm comes not falling fire in dick. love, bro. The nigga had fire dick. That's what it usually comes down to. <laughs> that's what it usually comes down to. Nah, nah, let's keep it a whole ass buck. Let's, let's keep it a buck. It, it, it's fire dick. If you're throwing, it's, it's fire, dick. If you're throwing <laughs> fire dick at a shorty... Listen, <laughs> that that sounds a little bit misleading. Fire dick. I want to say it's, 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 exquisite dick. Exquisite dick. Exquisite, exquisite dick. Exquisite dick. All right, cool. The guy was messing with for like six years plus. The pussy was fire, bro. We had amazing sex. And that shit clouds niggas' minds. Uh huh. Men and women. Oh, yeah. He treat, if you treat some, if you treat a girl really well uh-huh. and you lay down the hammer, you got her. Oh, absolutely. Like got, Sid. Got a place in her heart. Like, like T.A. going yeah. nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> got a place in her heart forever. A forever. place in her heart. It is, it is what it is. But always in the back of my mind, I'm like, all right, what if she loves some dude that looked like Dwayne Johnson and have a dick like fucking, fucking uh, Lexus and still? <laughs> you know, who thinks like that? <laughs> who thinks like me? <laughs> Bro, I'm Larry always, Morgan. Dog, I'm always like, I'm always thinking like, son, this. Son, she probably was in love with some dude that looked like Jason Momoa, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, with a fucking 13-inch cock. I'm not fucking... <laughs> I'm not catching feelings for this bitch when that dude is fucking in the back. <laughs> she has this dude on the shelf. Fuck that. <laughs> so that's why I never fell in love either, bro. <laughs> oh, God. That's Larry for you. Um, <laughs> I understand. You understand what I'm saying, like, right? I, I get what he. I, this is why I've never been in love. I'm good, it, it, I'm, and I'm good with being the way I am now, bro. I'm I'm perfectly fine. The bro. thing is, I do want to get Protecting married. Protecting my feelings, bro. I do want to get married. I do want to have a, a little pick me around there, a little kid. <laughs> mattering. For y'all that don't know, man, that's fucking. That means kid. A little pick me. <laughs> that's West Indian for kids. Oh, <laughs> uh, a little little version of me, and I know I gotta like bring down the walls a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. I'm like 30% the way Larry is. I don't trust bitches. Well, because, <laughs> because, because, like, it is stuff like that where you're giving your heart to a woman, and this goes, once again, men do it too. Men giving their heart to a woman, and then, and then, and, and um, women give a heart to a man, and the man d- does some cheating shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. All it together, you're giving a heart to a person. What's we'll it? Give a heart to a person. You're, you're trying to make it work, and then 
the next person that she dealt with, be- he or she dealt with before, is still in the picture. Right. And instead of playing one on one ball, it's like you're playing two against one. You're in a handicap match at a, a WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. You try to win the title, which is her, lo- which is he or she's love. And you're like, yo, fuck, I can't win this shit. You gotta, it, somebody's like right there. And this is my belief, because that's something I gotta learn, because I be holding on to bitches. <laughs> Son, I've been in a whole ass relationship, and I, and I still got my exes in the, in the picture. I, my I, I got changed. I don't. My fallback game is nice. Bro. I, I, my fallback game is lovely. Exquisite bro. fallback. Game. Yeah, I can. I can lose feelings for a chick just like that, yo. <laughs> I, I can. I can, I can definitely. Turn my feelings off. Yeah. There's, there's, there's these two there. chicks I was messing with like past couple of months. Fell back on both of them. They hit me up for my birthday. I was like, "This is the wrong date," and I stopped talking to them. <laughs> <laughs> Did they hit you up on your actual birthday? No, because I was oh. rude about it. I was uh. like, "Thank you, but this is the wrong date." Oh wow! And um, which is fine. It is what it is. I just don't. I don't like the bullshit. Mm. Like we're too old at this point. Yeah, yeah. Like if, if you're in your late twenties and any and in your thirties, you gotta stop this shit. Mm-hmm. Stop. Like, like just be honest with just be honest with people. And I think that we the, at the end of the day, it's being accountable for what you did wrong, right. male or female, and also being honest with yourself. Yeah, male or real. female. Gotta look in the mirror. Look in the mirror and be like, yo, not everything that's going wrong with me is, is that person's fault. Yep. True. It's also my fault. And like we talked about friendships. Friends get involved. And I think sometimes us as friends gotta stay away from shit like that. Yeah. You gotta be like, yo, you know what? Love you. I care about you, but this is your issue. Mm-hmm. Push it away. I already gave you my two cents, and then I gave you ten cents. Then I gave you a quarter. Mm-hmm. Now we're about to be up to a fucking dollar. Yeah, yeah. I gave you a fucking silver dollar. Now. Yeah, like, like <laughs> no, we, we can't do this shit. I already told you what you need to do. This is your life. I can't handle your life. You got to take care of that. And it goes on male and female. Because I think sometimes, because I'm huge on energy, sometimes that negative energy, because of a relationship, can spout to everybody else. Right. Yeah. And it leads to something that doesn't need to be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Male and female on both parties. The domino effect. Because exactly. I don't understand you. That's what I say. I don't date with, within my circle. And mm-hmm. I, I, I've just been always against that. Like I'm dealing with, like I've dealt with some chick, like I'm friends with her best friend. And I, and I felt uncomfortable about that. Mm. And it's just, it's just, it gets too weird because I've, I used to mess with this girl. She was best friends with my boy. We stopped, me and her stopped talking, she stopped talking to my boy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Be crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Because she fucked up, she fucked up, she, so she didn't know how to handle expressing that to my boy or like being honest with the situation. And, and the thing is, I didn't want to tell my boy about what happened because I didn't want to talk bad about Shorty. So you see, you see that, that weird thing sometimes, but, but once again, you can't, fall, you can't help who you fall, fucking fall in love with. You True. can. No. no, no, you can't. No, Larry. yes, you could. No, you can't. Not everybody is like you. They can't block themselves off. <laughs> you can help who you fall in love with. You can. You can. Not everybody. Yo, you can like say, okay, I like her, but I do it all the fucking time. That's bro. you. We've established no, you are man. not normal. You can fall back and be like, oh, I'm you are not feelings. normal. Okay, no, I am. No, everybody could be like, no, me. no, not I everybody. Wish the world no. was like me. No, bro. no one could be like Larry. Morgan. Yes, they can. No, man. no, no. I do it all. No. When I say my fallback no. game, I am more crazy. against you on this than I am Mauro Ronaldo. No, <laughs> no one <laughs> can be like Larry Morgan. Dog. Y'all can people can be like, yo, you know what? Nah, she a fire, she a fire girl, yo. But what if? What if this is trouble? What if this is this? Nah, let me fall back. I do it all the time. You can help who the hell you fall in love with, bro. Y'all gotta be more more in control of your emotions and feelings, man. I'm the most in control of my feelings and emotions person, and I want to. I I need to start giving seminars. To people on how to do this shit, man, the world would be so much better, and 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 there would be less hurt in the world. People crying, people wanting to kill their exes, way less of that shit, man. Be in control of your emotions, man. You know, and the woman in the future who comes and and grabs my heart, it will be because I'm a hundred and fifty seven percent sure. Hundred and fifty-seven percent sure. Sure, not a hundred percent sure. Not a hundred percent. Not a thousand percent sure. One hundred fifty-seven percent sure. I'm the type of guy. If I'm ninety-nine percent sure a girl likes me, 
I'm focused on that one percent that maybe she doesn't. So let me fall back. <laughs> <laughs> and that's oh how I protected myself this entire all my entire life, bro. I've never been reduced to a crying pile of flesh on the <laughs> locker room gym floor like Cry- I've seen guys. Crying pile of flesh. <laughs> Dog, I've never I've, I'm not being that guy, bro. I'm not being that guy who I was always the side guy that like I like She'd be fucking me and then Nigga, that's why because you've been the side guy <laughs> you're gonna be the one that makes him cry cry polish the flesh and I always made a vow to myself I'm not gonna be that guy <laughs> not. he'll be the cause of it not, not the and not I don't even be person. wanting to be the cause of it nowadays I'm like nah fuck that I don't even want to be the cause of it man in my older age now <laughs> back in my 20s and early 20s and shit I'm like yeah yeah I don't fuck but now I'm like god damn man well, let's at least get to one of the mailback questions before we wrap this uh, episode up. Um, I don't know what this episode is going to be called. Maybe accountability, crying pile of flesh. Um, <laughs> or, or exquisite dick. Exquisite <laughs> dick. Exquisite <laughs> That's dick. That's some funny shit. <laughs> exquisite uh. dick. I like I like that one. Um, yeah, this one is a good one. I I I know I know there's some people that are upset that I haven't done any uh, catfish uh, synopsis in a while. How much time we got? The next episode, I will bring I will bring back I will bring back the catfish synopsis. But this time, I'm gonna be talking about something that Wendy, a good a, a listener of the show, Wendy Sierra, has suggested to me, and I watched it while I was in London. Well, I was in the hotel with my girlfriend. We were having a nice, a nice night watching TV. I watched it. MTV ghosted. And I'm going to talk about it on the next episode of Toxic Talk. But let's go into the mailbag. Let's okay, talk about Okay. How much time we got? We got like, about we two got, minutes. We got two minutes. All right. I'll go to a short one. Mike K again. Oh Mike K. Mike K. He wants to know thoughts on the Saints and 49ers. Oh, I got Saints. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mikey, cut this shit out. I know, cut this fucking shit out, bro. Like I was saying earlier, I got Buffalo over. Well, I might have Buffalo over. The, well, I don't see it being out of the fucking uh, question or set in stone that uh, Baltimore wins this game, man. Baltimore's coming off of a hard game against San Francisco, and they're riding high. The Patriots just lost to Houston, the Houston Texans, and Buffalo's one game behind the Patriots. And everybody is talking about the Patriots, Baltimore, San Francisco, Seattle, New Orleans. Nobody's talking about Buffalo. This is Buffalo's time to come in and say, yo, let's make a statement, and we got to catch up to the Patriots. I don't see it out of the question, Buffalo beating Baltimore. It may happen. But um, is that our two minutes? Yep. yep. Yeah. I think that's the two minutes. So for the true face of the Jabberteers podcast, Sir Wilkins, one word, the living legend, Larry Morgan. It's me. It's me, the true hill phenom, SP3, signing off until next time.